Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm David Hepworth. And I'm Mark Ellen. We met at a gig in Manchester in 1977. And we began a conversation about rock and roll that night, which has been going on ever since. For the last 15 years, that conversation has continued in the Word in Your Ear podcast. It's not a serious conversation, but it does cover the things that matter. The haircuts, the tacks, the tours, the trousers. If you share our conviction that rock and roll can be magnificent and hilarious at one and the same time, then join us wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Tottenham Hotspur fans around the world, wherever you are, uh, it's Theo Delaney here in North London saying welcome to another Spurs show. Uh, this is our second show of the week and this is the preview show for the big game that's coming up on Sunday at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium between Spurs and West Ham United. Uh, Russell and Terry have kindly agreed to come back uh, and join me for this one. Hello, Russell and Terry. How are you both? Hi, Theo. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yep, very well, Theo. Thank you. All right. Since I last saw you, that's good. We always joke this is West Ham's Cup final. In my house, uh, when, when I was a kid, it really was like a Cup final because I've got two West Ham supporting brothers. And it did, uh, it often led to problems. <laughs> but when we got older, we realised. How do you end up as a Spurs fan then, other, other than seeing the light? Well, I, Spurs is the family team. So my, all my uncles, I'm the oldest, so all my uncles were Spurs supporters. And so I just don't remember being anything other than a Spurs supporter. But my brothers, because they were quite close to me in age, they wanted to carve out their own identity. I think that's what it was about. Because I've got another brother who supports QPR. It's a big and complicated family. <laughs> you might call it dysfunctional. But, um, you know, we actually had to eventually come to an agreement where there is absolutely no football banter in our family. None. There is no gloating. Nobody go. Nobody phones up and winds anyone up after they've had a win or a loss. It's just everything goes unsaid. 
We do not talk about <laughs> it. So this weekend, there'll be no banter or talking within my family. But, of course, we do know that for West Ham, it is a massive game. We also know that, if we're honest, West Ham United are probably better now than they've been... I mean, I, when were they last this good under Harry Redknapp? About 20-odd years ago or something. How good... Terry, with your wide perspective on European football... How you've seen what we've seen West Ham uh, play Seville, who are a very, very good Spanish side. So now we've got uh, that that helps us to gauge just how serious a proposition they are. How good are West Ham, Terry? Oh, well, no, I think there's no doubt that they're very good. And I think the people do respect what David Moyes has done in the last couple of years. Interesting scenario, isn't it? Him leaving the club and then coming back and taking over from Pellegrini and, and being allowed to. You know, show have his authority. We we spoke in the recent podcast about managers and Conte having that authority to to bring in who he would like to sign. And and West Ham have allowed David Moyes to do that, and they were lucky getting back. But he, he didn't hold any grudges from the first time he he had to leave the club, and he's come back, put his stamp on it. It's, it's a classic David Moyes. It's not your classic West Ham side, is it? It's a David Moyes side. When you look at it, and supporters are bought into it. They like the fact they're winning more games than they lose. They like the fact they're being in European football and playing the likes of Sevilla, qualifying from the, the, the group stages as well. So, you know, it's it, the West Ham are a formidable team at the moment, hardworking, a bit patchy of late, their form, um, not as consistent as they were in the, the beginning of the season, but they're still up there in, in the mix. And, you know, they still will believe they've got a chance if they manage to beat us. They're still finishing in the top four, but... I think we have to take advantage of the fact they did play severe on Thursday, and, and you know we've had a you know a little bit more rest, a bit, a bit more of a gap, um, and probably not as emotional tyres. Maybe West Ham playing at home against the team that regularly wins the Euro- Europa League, so it's a uh, it's going to be a big high on a load, you know, on the West Ham coming off the back of that. And we've, we have to take advantage of that. Their form's probably a bit similar to ours, isn't it? Like you said, they're like mm. inconsistent. Yeah. What do you think the key is, Russell? What what worries you most about their threat, and what do you think we need to do to to prevail? I think it's, um, I mean, just if, if the last the last couple of games we've played against them, we've, um, if if I remember rightly, you know, we thought we were home and dry, and then they've, you know, come back and scored, and just yeah, I I, I guess it's it's that issue and that mentality of finishing the game off managing the game I think we if we can get our noses in front we can you know and then manage the game and not um you know get make those silly mistakes that we talked about in the in the last um episode um then then we should be all right we, we've definitely got the you know the team to beat them um but they're, they're a good team they're a good team they've got some great players in there so um it's going to be a tough game yeah, I mean, when you look at what what happened to Man United with that set, we lost we we, we lost a goal to Ronaldo at a set piece. I think I think West Ham. I don't know what the figures are, but I think they're one of the most effective set piece teams, and that's a David Moyes thing, isn't it? They're really well drilled, very big, big guys. People, like, even the midfield people like Rice and Suchek, big, good in the air, imposing. So I would have thought. That's something we've got to watch out for, isn't it? And, I mean, Antonio, they're a, they're a big muscular side. And so Antonio always causes us problems. Always causes yeah. us problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a real he's a real box of tricks. And, and, and Rice, you know, when he first came on the scene, I thought overrated and, Christ, I would love to have him in our team now. You know, that, that he's, a, he's a tremendous player. So, yeah, they, they've got good players. You know, we we can't deny it. They're a good team. They're they're 
in that position, you know, for a reason because, you know, they had a great start to the season. They have drifted a little bit. Um, but as, as I said, a bit like us, a bit inconsistent, but um, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. I think if, if the, the one area I think they lack is pace at the heart of their defense at the back. So we need Son and Kane. If they're at it, then I think we win the game. I really do think it, it can be that simple in this match. I think midfielders are quite matched. They're hard working, they're hard to break down, but I do feel at times that, that they do lack a bit of pace in the centre of defence. And maybe that's where, you know, it's the strongest department of our team. If Kane and Son are on form, then I, I feel that will be enough for us to, to get the three points. Did you ever play for Spurs against West Ham, Terry? I don't think I did, actually. No, I don't think I did. They might have been in the second division. Possibly. I, mean, I played in an FA Youth Cup final against West Ham. And we had two legs. They beat us 2-1 on aggregate. And we had 25,000 at each game. It was, and the, it was the year that we knocked wow. down the West, the West Stand. So that's all we could get in, 25,000. The season ended. We played about a week after the first team finished. And they knocked the, the bulldozed the old West Stand. So we had three stands full up. There was crowd trouble and violence and everything. Um, and then we, we went to West Ham and, and the second leg was exactly the same. It was a full house at Upton Park. So they're the wow. games I remember playing for Spurs against West Ham in the FA Youth Cup. And unfortunately, we got beat, as I said, 2-1 on aggregate. I was going to I was going to ask you, but you've more or less answered the question, whether you, when you, know, when you play for Tottenham, whether you're aware of a special... I mean, the thing about Tottenham, I always think the reason why Tottenham is London's greatest club if you want, if you want the unofficial confirmation of it, it's that Chelsea, the other supposedly big clubs, Chelsea, Arsenal, and West Ham, all of them, the game they want to win most is the game against Tottenham, and that's and that's a remarkable thing. And certainly West Ham, obviously, which is why we always jokingly say it's their cup final. But but you, as a player, you're aware of that rivalry, right, Terry? You you get that extra little bit of. Um, I don't know, something buzz as you as you come out of the tunnel when you're playing in a game like that? Oh, yeah. Dar- London derbies were, were, were great. I mean, I played in one North London derby and we won 5-0 at Wyatt Hart Lane. Uh, but you grow up playing in... It's quite funny back then. It's probably different now because you grew up... You know, I joined Spurs as a 14-year-old and you play Arsenal under 15s, under 16s, under 17, under 18 level. And then by the time you, you got in the first team, you were playing against the same... A lot of the same people. You you know you'd been in combat for in the south the old southeast counties league and FA youth cups and stuff like that and whenever you got to the first team there was four or five in each team that had gone through that and maybe more in terms of different age groups you know like Maxi Paul Miller Gary Brookmar Falco were older than me but they'd gone through that whole process of playing derby matches in the the youth team and in the reserve so there was a there's a there's a spirit amongst those games that. Oh, there used to be. Uh, it doesn't happen now, of course, as much um, because you know the, the first teams of, of both teams are probably made up largely of, of players from abroad. So, but they used to be different then. So that this, you know, there was always an atmosphere and an edge to playing a, a London derby, and they were quite often as well. Do you think? Do you think they explain it to the player? Like when when the games are coming up, though, for like the new players, like our two new signings, for example. Do you think anything is said in preparation about? <laughs> The importance of these games, like for, for to, you know, to us the fans. I think probably the Arsenal game is the one that's is explained. You know, they have to, someone has to do that, surely. Whether it's one of the players that you, know, I mean, Harry Kane, it would be his job. I would imagine. You know, he's the local one. He's the one that's grown up playing at those those different derbies throughout his career, and I'm sure he would be, you know, stressing the importance 
to the other players. Um, I'm sure they're aware they're London derbies because they don't have to get on a plane and fly anywhere. But um, I, I, I don't, you know, I'm probably not aware that they they are as important to those players any more important than any other game. But maybe the Arsenal one is the one that that should be made. They should yeah. be made aware of. Definitely. You, you hope these players take it on like, like Lamella used to. Exactly. He, he, def- yeah. he definitely, oh, yeah. he definitely he understood the importance yeah. of it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when he was at his best, wasn't he? When he was shithousing in a, in a London derby <laughs> or against Man United, yeah. <laughs> For premium content, including a daily news show, ex-players, interviews, original documentary series, on Spurs, go to patreon.com forward slash Spurs show and support our show in the process. Also, uh, Spurs show live season ticket events this season are, re- are going really well. You can sign up at season.spursshow.net to get the season ticket and that gets you two tickets for each event. And the next one's a really special one, AlfieCon on March the 29th. There are a few extra tickets to non-season ticket members available, by the way, for that at billetto.co. Dot UK. So check that out. The great Alpicon, one of the great Spurs cult heroes. Uh, our end of season Spurs show will be at the 100 Club on May the 26th with our delays and Velia. Uh, also, you can get tickets at billetto.co.uk for that. And we'll also be putting on an event at the JW3 Community Centre on May the 11th, uh, Finchley Road. And that's got Martin Chivers, Pat Jennings, Alan Mullery and Stevie Perriman. For that one, go to jw3.org.uk. Do follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please leave us a nice review on iTunes. It really helps. Uh, we've got merchandise, brand new Human Son and Antonio Conti designs, uh, the old Woolwich Wanderers classic, Hoddle, Aussie, Chivers, Bale, Greaves, and Mackay designs, T-shirts, sweatshirts, phone covers. Uh, the links are on the description to this podcast. And next week, I'm back. And I'm joined by Meg Wright and Rob Eason, the voice of doom. Yes. I mean, when you think of West Ham games, when you look back and you think they're, they're very often very dramatic. I mean, you, I think you, you alluded to that three-all draw where we were three-nil up with 10 minutes to go and they came back to three-all under Mourinho. And then you think further back to things like, I remember Winks scoring, I think it was, it was only like his third game or something, scoring a last-minute Winner, uh, I think it was a winner at White Hart Lane, and uh, but oh, the one that I really remember is, well, there was the cup game, wasn't there, with Rebrov? But the one I remember, of course, is the Staltieri. <laughs> Do you remember and, that Staltieri cla- winner? The classic bit bit of commentary. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> As if he's like supporting West Ham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what a game that was! And West Ham was slipping down. They looked like they were going to get relegated, and they were look, going for a winner up the other. It's three all, wasn't it? Yeah, Bell scored a, a last a late one as well, didn't he? The free kick. Oh yeah, that was an amazing last minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the funny thing is, both sets of fans just love the pain when it's inflicted the other way, don't they? I mean, West Ham got that. So I think it was them who first sang that really, really infuriating song, Tottenham Hotspur, It's Happened Again, <laughs> which is a really, a real wind up of a song. And they love that one. But you just, I mean, you, you kind of, you, you don't, obviously with no idea what, what, what will happen, but you do know there's going to be a lot of pain on one side or the other, most likely. They're never normally sort of uneventful draws are they these games there's usually some sort of twist and some sort of great anguish on one side or another 
Um, the uh, one thing that concerns me on the footballing front about them is that I don't think there's going to be a lot of opportunity. They don't tend to press high or anything like that, do they? They don't take many risks. They're a bit they're a bit stodgy, aren't they? So I think we're going to have to be on. Uh, we're going to be quite creative. I would have thought. I mean, uh, but that's one of the things that Kuliszewski's brought, isn't it? Is is tricks and ideas and good little flicks and passes and. He can make things happen, can't he? Yes, definitely. I think you're, you're right in predicting that's how West Ham will play. I think they. I don't think they'll be too attack-minded. I think they'll look to play on the counter-attack. And I think they have they have key players, West Ham, like every team does. But I, I just wonder how much they're going to be able to go again after the Seville game. So I think that's, we, we maybe have a bigger squad. So we can... Freshen things up if need be, but there are key players at West Ham. I've noticed just recently Antonio's picking up one or two injuries as well and stuff like that. So I think we've got the deepest squad, and I think that will come in handy at the weekend, even coming off the bench. You know, look around at the bench. West Ham's bench won't be as strong as ours. So that might be a key factor in this game as well. But I have no doubt they're going to be hard to break down. They're going to look to try and play on the counter attack and, and try and do what they do. Is they, it won't be, just be a game plan against us. They do that against most teams now. So it's something we have to be aware of. All right. Well, um, let's hope, because if we, if we can get a, uh, a, a win, you know, we're still very much in it, aren't we? The race, the top four race. What, I'm going to have to ask you for predictions, lads. I know it's, I know it's, an, it's, a, it's a difficult thing, but I, I do have to insist it's in my contract. So... <laughs> Russell, how do you see this one going? I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. I'm going to go, but I, I think we will win. I'm going to go three two. God, that sounds like a painful, a painful afternoon, but yeah. ultimately fruitful. You think? What about you, Terry? I'm going to go four 0 win for Spurs. Whoa! We have real confidence. I love it. We're going to stick it right up. There <laughs> I and love give that. Them a right, good hammering. <laughs> I think that uh, yeah, like, it's due. It's due. And I think we have we have that team capable <laughs> in a hot streak of really knocking a few goals in, and I'm I'm hoping it's going to be in this match against the Amers. Once we get a couple of goals, I do think we we always look like we are going to go and get a few more. To be fair, the frustration about that game against Everton is it was it was there was still like 20 minutes to go, and they were dead and buried. We could have gone on and got a few. We more, should have had we, ten. We re- well, we need it in our for our goal difference. Yeah. So um, yeah. But yeah, that that four 0 would be very nice, Terry. <laughs> yeah, I I only hope my brothers aren't listening to this because I've laughed my head off there at the prospect of put the happy Amers to bed four 0 I love that. I I'm going to say now I've been you've, I'm buoyed by that, and I'm going to say I'm going to say four one. There you go. What a crazy crazy prediction that yeah. is. Um, <laughs> I think. I feel I feel greatly invigorated. I, I don't know what it is, Terry. But it's you. You cheered me up no end with that. I I feel really. I'm really looking forward to it now. It's probably a lovely spring day out there in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And we, as you said, if we really stick it to them, that would be a love. That really would be a great afternoon, wouldn't it? Home, yeah, nice home game. Well, gentlemen, I hope you're right. We're all confident, which is not usually a good sign, but we'll see. Um, I'd like to thank you both very much for coming back here for a second time this week. Pleasure. Thank you. I very much enjoyed your, your erudite uh, contributions as always. Russell, Terry, thanks a lot. Hope to see you both soon. Thanks very much. Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks, Leo. Thanks, Russell. As for everyone at home, thank you ever so much for listening. As always, this is Theo Delaney signing off saying, 
Kill you, Spurs! If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.